Welcome to Scumcast. Hey guys, welcome to Scumcast. What the fuck episode is this? Uh, seven. Seven. I think it's seven. seven yeah. Yeah. Seven. Above one. Just, just. You, you want to go back to one? He said above one. Oh, above one. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely like, not the above first one. Less than ten. We're gonna restart <laughs> Scumcast episode one, <laughs> season two. <laughs> so today it's me, your boy Jacob Bishop. I also have my my lovely man over here, Corey Matiabis. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up? And our guest today from a band called Pros and Cons, we have Gavin. Yeah. Over there. Hello, Mr. Gavin and Mr. Tyler. Yo, what's good with it? Yo, so glad to have you guys on. It's been a fucking minute. Yeah, sure can you has. guys leave now? Yeah. That was it. I we'll see you later. The introduction. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. All right, we'll take it from here. It was yeah. a feature. So, so tell me, what, what, what would you exactly explain your genre of this band? Oof, asking the tough Because questions. you did say it was a variety of different things. Yeah, so, I mean, I think uh, a good, like, I think we're a good middle ground between a couple of different genres, but I would say for the most part, we're like alternative rock. If you had to put us in like an Apple music, like fucking category, I would put like alternative rock. Alternative rock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Cause and I mean also like with metal, I would say like alternative some, metal. Like some metal tracks. That could be it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I look at like, I, the only reason I say that specifically is because I've seen that like some of the bring your bring the horizon albums are labeled alternative, alternative rock. So that's kind of why their terms are a bit more broad than I would, like but like you know just i feel like those sites also just kind of like say that though oh they do. Uh, yeah, yeah definitely like, they they always miss genre things all the time with that it's definitely but, to like make it more accessible yeah yeah they would just say alternative anything that's not like easily categorized by like pop country yeah. jazz they're like oh it's his alternative it's like butt rock <laughs> <laughs> nothing but rock i'm pretty sure like slipknot's gonna have their genres like edm pretty soon they just like <laughs> just kind of like dude slipknot, slipknot goes country <laughs> yeah. slipknot hyper pop make it happen oh god <laughs> <laughs> so i believe like you guys you guys are obviously very multi what's the word like you just play different instruments. What's that word? Multi-instrumentalist. There we go. Multifaceted. We play a couple instruments. I I would say that I'm at least semi-decent on drums and like semi-decent on guitar and I okay. can sing okay. So, okay, I heard the singing. He sings very well. Don't you dare say that you only sing okay. Uh, so that's not what we fucking heard. I would say okay, sir. Okay. <laughs> I've heard the same, man. Uh, to be honest, everybody that's heard it, it's like, who the hell is this singing? Because they, they're really good. No, well, nobody likes a fucking cocky asshole. So. No, <laughs> no, I want the cocky assholes. Well, that's every fucking lead singer, though. Yeah, no, <laughs> we want be it. We don't want the ego. We want the confidence. Fair don't enough. Confuse it. Fucking lead guitar energy over here. I'm the only guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I lead. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking lead drummer. No, the, <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> no, like the thing. Uh, really? What I really hate, and I'm pretty sure you guys have all seen it on Instagram or whatever. The thing what is most common is when a girl posts about themselves, and they're like, you know, I don't feel like I look that great today, and and obviously she's fucking banging. She's like a right. ten, definitely. Yeah, like a fucking eleven out of ten. Like shut the hell up. Yeah, I, I don't hate like that. What the so fuck? Much. Get out of here. Just tell like. Hey, look at my ass. Look at my titties. They're good. I think it's because like, I, I think I just have reservations about my skills because I just don't have that much to show for it. You know what I mean? Right. Like anyone well, can sing in their car, but that's not a recording. You know what I mean? That is true. Yeah. So like how good really are you? 
That is the test because I'm building it. We're building it right now, though. Anyone can sing, but it takes someone to be a singer. You know what I mean? Damn. Fair enough. And especially like, especially when being like a vocalist and everything like that, right? Like, especially like when oh, we Oh, you started... would know. No, because I've worked, <laughs> I've worked with more, fuck out of here. I've worked with more bands than you have. But no, like. I've know... only been in one band, so. <laughs> exactly. Shut the fuck up. No. Baba it's, Booey. It's true. Baba Booey. Uh, baba Booey. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's just so it's like, okay, for example, right? When we first started practicing with Eddie, you remember how he would only be able to get through like one set and then he'd be shot, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. So like, that's a. Okay, the light just dimmed. That was weird. Oh, and it's, oh, 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 oh epilepsy, epilepsy. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just going to turn this off. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a roach crawling around <laughs> inside of there. The roach chewing on the wires. Anyway. Damn, now we got a dark podcast. Dude, this is hot. Oh, shit. This Go is, ahead, continue your story. Cole. Went from scumcast to cumcast. Oh, fuck, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the glow but of the anyway. monitor on Corey's forehead. Simba. <laughs> <laughs> Simba. Uh, fuck. Okay, where was I? Anyway, um, vocalists working with multiple vocalists. Yeah. So it's just like some are able to go through like sometimes like two, three sets at a time, but obviously those are well tenured vocalists. Mm-hmm. But like you know, like when we were first working with Eddie, yeah, he would only probably only be able to get through like one set of like five songs, and then he'd be shot. Right. So obviously, like Gavin said, you know, you're building it. You guys are building that right now, and you're in the perfect space for it. Like all three of you live together, right? Yep. Exactly. So like. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly with that, you guys have multiple opportunities to practice. I mean, despite all of you working really strange schedules, in my opinion, I I apologize. Like You guys guys are all overnight. It actually lends itself quite well to practicing because Gavin and I have the exact same schedule. So we're off the same amount of days, and we get off at the same time. So it's literally perfect. Y'all carpool too? No. No, because we're off by an hour. I say exactly, but we're off by an hour. It's an hour difference. Gotcha. Do you guys all work at the same place? We no. work at the same place, but he works for a different company. Gotcha. Okay. But Rob works at a different place than the two of us. Completely yeah. different. He, yeah, he yeah. works at a place like five minutes down the road. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Baller so we do. So you pick up Rob on the way home. <laughs> well, hey, he's usually there. I mean, he'll make it home like 645. Tyler makes it there like 7, and then I'll make it like 730. So like by 730, all three of us are in the house, and we're like, hey, you want to do something? Boom. So how would you practice with like not out, you know, without noise complaints at that time? No one cares. No really? one cares. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah, dude. I wish that was even our roommates don't like <clears throat> I say roommates, our wives, even our wives don't really care. They I mean, they live there, there too? Yeah. Damn. Well, we they live the... two stories above us, so it's like Yeah, we have a, a basement. The bedrooms are on the second floor. Oh, you have floor. a basement? Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, you haven't been to the casa yet. Yeah, dude. He hasn't been to the casa yet, dude. No, you guys kept inviting Corey without me. Motherfucker. No, you guys. You're invited. You could come over, fucking. (laughs) No, yeah, that that was kind. I kind of figured it was Corey's. I figured it was Corey. What? How is it my? Okay, first off, how is it my fault? First off, because basically, like, hey, can you bring? Hey, do you and Jacob want to come up? Sure. Let me just go up there and not tell Jacob. (laughs) Make it super secret. I don't know, man. I was in karma because the mic gave out. That's true. Okay. That okay. was Jacob Carmo right there. Okay. Bitch. That's we'll, we'll take that L. We'll, yeah, we'll make it we'll make it next time. Nah, it's all good. We'll, it's all good. Just need to have better communication. That's also that like most definitely on my part. However, I didn't think I didn't I don't uh, I didn't know to talk to you about it. So, once yeah, again, it was, and it, I'll, like, I'll take the you know, I'll take the fall for it. And plus like you and me at like that whole week we were like passing each other and shit. 
We could have reached out and been like, yo, yeah. Bishop, are you coming with Jacob? But I it mean, was, we just didn't think. And it was also a weird situation. Cause, I said like, your name you, twice. You came, out, <laughs> you came out the week Wait, before. And then you came out a day early. Mm-hmm. So then he didn't come. And then the next week, you came back again. And then I was like, well, surely he's going to come with him. But <laughs> Oh, well. Shit but happens. We, yeah, it was whatever. But yeah, it was I, a weird I didn't situation. Get, like, any anyways. info. And I, that's why I messaged you. I was like, hey, what? Did you want me on the podcast too, or whatever? I Hell didn't know yeah. that the there was a podcast. Was yes. The answer was always yes. But and then the you were like, oh, "Yeah, I told you about this at Rob's party," and I was like, "I was very drunk that night, <laughs> yeah. so I probably right. don't remember." He I'm was not- like, "Oh, you guys have a podcast too?" I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a. So, Gavin, you you mentioned oh fuck your story first with working with multi and like uh, multiple singers. No, that was it. Really, vocalist. it was just some basically the point I was trying to make was is that for vocalists, it's like you know, it's like working out like the more you use it, the longer you can use it for. Right. So, whereas with like, and like also you're developing your skills. So like, okay, like when you're doing a deadlift or something like that, you have to slightly change your footing. You have to, you know, kind of be able to control the little, little small tonalities when it comes to being a vocalist. Yeah. So like you said, you're building it. That was basically the point I was trying to make. Yeah. And I'll show an Eddie love corner. He's definitely improved. Like he's lasting longer with his vocals and he's gotten even more powerful. Yeah, especially with his range too. He's he's almost becoming a mini corpse grinder. Right? <laughs> I was like, he he has a very good projection. But dude, I'll say it straight up. Like I'm hyper critical of singers. You can ask Gavin. I literally that's like all I care about in music. Shameless. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. But like, Eddie sounds really fucking good on record. Like he sounds great. Yeah, like, he's, he's gotten really. really he's impressed. gotten way better. Yeah, dude. So like, it's been it's been really fun, especially whenever, especially with like the amount of work we've been putting in here and like doing like Forsaken, and like, you know, it's just really it's really fucking cool because I feel like, despite the fact that like quarantine like was a shitty time and it was a shitty time, and more so shitty for others, I will say that. But I feel like for a lot of musicians, that despite the fact there was like no work going around. Everyone just took that time to huddle down and hone their skill, write their new, write new shit. For sure. And then as soon as everything started like coming down a little bit, everyone was just like had like this overflow of content and music. Mm-hmm. And I think that really around this time, we're about to see like the probably the closest thing to the Renaissance that we'll have seen in the last like seven, eight hundred years. Fucking resurgence of music, dude! It's so good. <clears throat> dude. I fucking can't wait. Dude, I'm, I'm so going to, stoked. Going to my first like real live show uh, tomorrow. I'm so stoked. Oh shit! What show's tomorrow? Fucking that's well, not really a show. It's Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse is playing for like the first time since quarantine started. Oh shit! I didn't know he was still a thing. <laughs> yeah, I uh, did. The fucking, I thought he was a dead mouse. Fucking, I thought he was a dead mouse as well. Fucking, oh, fucking you got the dead mouse tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm stoked. Are you gonna flash him? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I love Thank it. God, you're on my titty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Gavin, what do you play? Drums, guitar, bass, pretty much anything but vocals. Okay. <clears throat> Can play piano. Did you ever trumpet. try doing vocals? Not really. No? No. What if you're, like, amazing? What if you're the next pros and cons vocalist? Well, I know that I'm not, and I'm also playing drums, which is really fucking hard to do. Agreed. I would imagine, And yeah. sing at the same time, so I'm just not even going <clears> to. <throat> and we have two other vocalists, so I'm not even going to fucking bother. I'm already completely, like, absolutely stupid when it comes to guitar and vocals at the same time just doing normal power chords and singing like i need to i need to learn that they came in groups yeah i have a well, that, well that's a harder one to do than the pop punk but i, I can't even do the pop punks my pop punk project 
at the same time and that's what I need to learn but yeah, it's it's a it's a difficult one for me. It's always been difficult. I, I for some reason I cannot compl- like keep the rhythm of my hand strumming and also being at the same tempo with my vocals for some reason. It's really tough. Yeah, that's why the choruses sound like they do in that song. Because did you do it at the same time? I didn't record it that way, but that's the way I intend to do it is oh. to play it live. So I'm gonna be practicing the fuck out of it just to try it. Absolutely, yeah. You got to. Yeah, you gotta practice how you play. Corey, are you going to try and do vocals on the drums? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> they will not be seeing the rev part two. Right. Fuck no. Me and Gavin you know, me and Gavin are like the same like role in our bands. It's great. Yeah. Okay. And also, you put a mic next to a drum set, and you're going to get so much bleed from that kit because it's so damn loud. It's like not even worth it. That's why I wondered even... how they always did that. Like, you know, there's some drummers that have microphones, and they'll do that. Like very few, but there are some that do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's bizarre, like how they don't catch that sound. I don't know, cause it's a fucking. You put a mic next to a drum set, and you're gonna hear it. I, I mean, think it's just low it, gain. You hear it across the room. <laughs> yeah. Low gain, and someone's sitting there with a kill switch. It's it's got to be. Mm-hmm. How would the kill switch though, especially if you're playing double bass? Oh, you're not doing it. The sound guy's doing it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck does that work? Yeah, I would imagine they just like click the fader and it comes up whenever it's his part to sing. Really? That's what yeah. I would imagine. Because the backing track, like most 90% of fucking big bands play the backing track anyway, so it's probably yeah. automated to cut in and out whenever they come in. That Automation actually makes cool. a lot of sense. So how do you guys feel about this other show coming up that Robert signed you up for? <laughs> the Battle of the Bands? Yeah. Well, we'll see how this fucking show on the 19th goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good test. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm curious to know if we're going to do the same covers or try to get more sit- like uh, originals. For the Battle of the Bands? Yeah. We still uh, have to fill 30 minutes, but who knows if we actually want to try to be like, oh, yeah, we're fucking cover band partially. No, hey, I, I guarantee you, you'll win first place if you do covers. You think so? You think like, so? Absolutely. There's no way we're going to win. We're not playing music that people like. Uh, well, <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't care about like how it sounds and all that stuff. They only care if it's like something they recognize and if they can dance to it. <laughs> well, do you, know, do you know how it's even going to be judged? Is it by the audience? Nope. If it's not Sick. like literally okay so this literally, is your literally. Be- okay so your beloved vocalist i love that man to death but basically it was just like he just wrote it on like what like a piece of paper and then took a picture of that and sent it to you a, low, a very low res <laughs> picture by the oh that's good because he's got great. a fucking like iphone 3 from like 2011 that's correct <laughs> as shit <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that was like a $40 Android looking shit. Yeah, fucking <laughs> Nextel had us. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to make a fundraiser to get Robert a new phone. <laughs> right? Jesus fucking Christ. Get this man a GoFundMe. <laughs> Help our vocalist so out getting a new phone. His phone's been cracked for like a year. Oh, I know. I've seen R- it. It's ridiculous. I've he seen it cracked it. for a year. He bought it cracked. <laughs> huh? He bought it cracked. He did? Yeah. Why? <laughs> no, he didn't no, buy no. it cracked. <laughs> Uh, why would you ever buy a phone crack? That doesn't why? make any sense. It sounds like something be, Robert would do. Why yeah, it just it just that? sounds funny. Found in the seventy five percent off of Goodwill. Yeah, right. Bargain bin. Slick deals. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that website. I wish Slick Deals would sponsor us. Sponsor us. God, please. please hey, slick, uh, deals. slick Deals. We really want you to not sponsor us. Yeah. What? Reverse psychology, oh, Bishop. Oh, yeah, I hate you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate you, you whores. We're too good Dumb for you sluts. anyways. <laughs> Giving me all those good deals? We Fuck would, you. We would never accept a sponsorship from you, you fuckheads. Ew. Yeah. 
Ugh, I can't even like. I can't even say it. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, guys. Yeah, check out Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. I would not for a second pass that up. I would not even hesitate to ta- take up that. No, I don't give a shit how People much do, of a man. shill. Really? Really? Why? Yeah. I'm cu- I'm actually curious. Because I want fifty thousand dollars per video. Yeah, dude, you get. Are you fucking Alohan. serious? You get big spanky yeah. on that shit. No matter Bullshit. how shitty the I'm game not is, you. like, it, you get sponsored. It doesn't matter how shit the game is. Fuck it, Have dude. Six Six Samus fucking does that shit. Have He's you played it? there's no, no fucking way that Six Six Samus even gets fifty grand out of that. No fucking way though. I don't I mean, think it's. I don't think it's. 50 it's grand like different numbers, obviously, depending on your audience, but like. The numbers are there. It, like, de- it depends on how many thousands of people you reach, too. Right? Yeah. That is true. I mean, I mean like, we got like $500 per video action. We'd be mad about it. Yeah. Well, it's... how could you? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like... doing something you think is cool and you get exactly. paid for it. Exactly. <laughs> I was getting paid nothing before, and now I'm getting paid $500. That's a 500% increase in productivity. <laughs> I hate that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this. I hate money. <laughs> I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing it for the art. I'm doing this, <laughs> I'm doing this for wink. love. Okay. <laughs> fucking A. No, I'm just kidding. I'm doing it for both. For both, right? One day we want to be able to quit our fucking stupid ass day jobs and do music full time, don't we? Okay, 60-40. Absolutely. <laughs> Isn't that the goal? If you are if you care about creativity at all, you want to quit your stupid ass job that you, doesn't make you as much money as you make the company yeah. and make your own music. You're basically using it to provide for your like future job. If It's a means to an end. Basically. It, it's... I just can't believe it. Like, me and Corey have talked about this multiple times. Like, yeah. Just, like, the what you talked about. You say it's, like, the nuclear family, the this, this solid. Is that what you call it? Wait, what do you – what do you – Like, you know how, like, um, like back then, the old motive is, like, work oh, as hard as you can, to, work overtime. Work overtime, go to college, retire. and then get your career, and then, you know, have your And it's, like, why? And why would I want to fucking work overtime at this at this job just to like retire at 65 and use my money for what? And you're not going to retire at 65. Well, Nobody retires know. at 65 actually, anymore. No, I would, pretty uh, yeah, good. you're right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. I mean, Thomas actually makes it look pretty good though. Well, Thomas is a different species. I, I know so, he's not, he's not human, but that, yeah. I mean, but I'm he also still... went to eight years of pharmacy college. You know? <laughs> some people can do it. Some people can't. And I don't think I'm a fucking nine to five guy. Nope. I get lucky if I get nine to fives. It's just all over the place. I'm a 7:30 to 4:30. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fuck that, right? It's like, not why the, the thing fuck you anymore. If you if you are talented at what you do, it, it's just why people don't go for it is because they have the lack of motivation. There's so many talented people out there. I I guarantee it, but you never see it because they never push themselves and they don't have the self discipline or willpower to do so. <laughs> it's like my wife. She can sing pretty damn well, but she doesn't want to do anything with it. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Some people admit it, and they just like, hey, I don't want to do anything with it. Some people are just too lazy about it, though. And it's like, you could easily... It, it, my motive is like, I'd rather try. I would rather try as hard as I can. Die trying. And, and die trying. Because I, I don't want to die being like, yeah, I was this manager at this place for... It's like, I don't fucking care. Big <laughs> like, whoop, dude. Like, yeah, no one's going to care. Exactly, and like, and I think the biggest problem, frankly, is that it because music it's literally sound, and on top of that, because it's not a tangible product you can hold in your hand, therefore, in a lot of people's eyes, it doesn't have an inherent value. Right? Why do we have this weird, like, you know, meme culture in the musician world about exposure? Yep, that is, that tells me all I need to know there. 
So it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, you get paid in exposure. Well, no, well, fucking exposure does not pay my bills. Fuck you. You act like you're the next fucking, like, usher. Like, it's not, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? It's like, you're fucking, our audiences are already minuscule. It's like, what's the exposure going to do for me? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's not going to do anything. I don't know about minuscule anymore because it seems like metal, like, like, majority of us are metal, metal musicians. You guys tend to veer towards like the like the more emo rock which mm-hmm. is or sorry alternative rock i apologize um self-proclaimed <coughs> that's fine what? it's well i was it, gonna it, say it self-proclaimed can, it can be for the emo kids actually no, it's fine it's got emo as lyrics so. i was gonna uh, with that sorry not to cut you off but i was let me just bring it back no, not right. not that metal is a uh, metal is getting bigger than it's ever gotten ever in the existence of music but yeah. I, will, I will say like i, I kind of meant specifically our audiences you know what i mean Ours being true. zero, and then like you know. That's why we talked about um, with uh, Eddie's side project that he's doing, but I'm not just talking about Eddie's side project, which is trap metal. Mm-hmm. But that's on a huge rise, obviously. Yep. And I we've all talked about this is like I think metal is going to start coming back because people are starting to get used to screaming now. Because what was the biggest turnoff with metal is like it's too noisy. It sounds like a bunch of noise, and they're screaming. What is trap metal? It's a bunch of noise with beats this time and screaming and distortion and super hella hard distortion on their vocals. And it's like people are so getting are getting used to this, but they go hella hard at the fucking concerts. Mm. So now they're getting used to that. And I think metal is going to like start rising up because of trap metal. And as much as I'm I'm not Eddie mentioned the whole thing, like what Suicide Boys is going on a tour with Gojira and Slipknot. Yep. And it's like. That's crazy. Right? It's, it's like, who would have thought? We're in that's a new fucking, fucking era. Of. Yeah. That's literally unheard of. I would not have ever seen that coming. I would have never thought Gojira would have got big either because I remember listening to them like back when they were not even that big. And then all of a sudden I see everyone like wearing their shirts now and now they're getting big. And I'm like, what the hell? I would have never thought. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I don't know about Gojira. Like, I mean, granted, they got huge in the last couple of years, but like they were on like this like plateau. For the last like decade, it felt like before because, magma. Yeah, pretty much before magma. Because mm-hmm. like, because you know, like even like flying whales, like that was a good fucking album. I'm, like uh, from Mars Assize. From Mars yeah. Series. From Mars yeah. Series. Thank yeah. you. That was my, my favorite. Album. I I like the I'm a I love the I love the actual song Flying Whales. That one's like my favorite. Anyway, but from basically it seemed like they were just on a plateau. They kind of had more like kind of a tool like audience. So like kind of like a cult audience. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like. They weren't very like the audience wasn't very showy of it, but if you got them talking about it, they were talking about it. Right. And then it just kind of stayed like that up until the last couple of years when they just came out with these last two albums. Yeah, I would I would attribute a lot of that to like the internet age and like the explosion of like not becoming more mainstream in a way, but they're making it more accessible. Right. They've, like if you look at Magma compared to like Terra Incognita, yeah. night and day. Yep. And then that's just a product of wanting to become big. You know what I mean? Like, you have to sacrifice some things mm-hmm. in order to gain traction. It's basically just becoming a little bit more poppy. Yeah. In a way, and Magma, we can agree, is a little bit more poppy. For sure. But I don't think it's bad. No, not no, at all. It's, it's it retains all. all the qualities yeah. of Gojira you like. That's why I really appreciate them, is because I listened to that album going in with like very low expectations, and I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. 
it's not like the other albums that I really liked, but it, it's like they tried, they basically reached a medium mm-hmm. yeah, between I, I, what they were and poppy mm-hmm. to reach their audience. And I'm like, good for them. That's, that's, if that, if they're happy doing it and whatever. Yeah. So are you seeing this like, okay, so speaking of Gojira though, like, have you been like seeing like the arguments now that they're like kind of going like metalcore now because they're doing a lot more like breakdowny rhythms? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, no. So like, I can't. So I know what you're it, talking about with yeah, that one song. As soon as uh, "Born for One Thing" came out, a bunch of my, I mean, a bunch of my friends on Facebook were like legitimately arguing about this. Oh my god! And I was like, Well, who doesn't f- argue on Facebook? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, who doesn't argue about metalcore on Facebook? Just Facebook in general. I'm just I mean, <laughs> exactly. "Born for One Thing" on this newest album is like the closest thing to original Gojira. In my opinion, really? Yeah, like the breakdowns. I can I can agree? It's like like all that fucking Gojira breakdown shit with the chugging versus a lot of their other tracks on that album are more mainstream sounding. Sounds a lot more like magma, simplified, more chorusy. You know, I do agree with that. The one track I was actually very like, and that I was actually really like puzzled by was Amazonia. It has like a southern vibe to it, but then it also has like an Amazon flute in it. I was just like, mm-hmm. the well, they, were always, they were always that way, just throwing in random sounds and stuff. Like, I'm like, it's definitely yeah. out there. Yeah. I mean, the whole album of the Link. If you listen to oh, that, dude. they they use all sorts of tribal instruments. The jaw harp is in there. They they do all sorts of weird. The shit. production on that was so bad. Yeah, but it was such a good. I wish they would just completely redo that album. Because yeah. that was which album? The, the Link. Link. Oh, it's the red it's one like 03 or some shit, right? Yeah, it's their second album. I think it's 01. Jesus. It's it's really good. It's just terrible production. <laughs> yeah. Like worse than their first album, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's weird. There's a really big shift between Terra Incognita and then The Link. Yeah. And then From Mars to Sirius is the next album. It's, and like, it's, it's way great. God tier. It's like fantastic production. production. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> Dude, it's crazy because it's like, where did. There's some bands where I'm like, where the fuck do you get money? to do that you know what i mean like Mm. obviously there are bands that go poor you know like recording shit in the hopes that it gets it gets gets big you know what i mean yeah but like how do you jump that high maybe it's the digital age it's just making it easier to be well fucking exiled local band in uh, arizona okay they paid a thousand dollars per track for holy shit they went to i they recorded with um you know who i'm talking about right the guy ben in Cali. What? I think they got. I think they recorded with that, or uh, got their stuff mastered by the guy in Cali. Oh, I know. Arts. I know who you're talking about. Shit, what's his name? It's like know. Ben something. I don't know. I could be. I could be lying. But I, Anthony told me when he did our uh, Lamb of God cover with us, mm-hmm. he said that they paid like a thousand dollars per track. Yeah, that's like what Matt Good would. I mean, that's what like Matt Good would charge. Oh my God. Yeah, that's. Like, that's more than I would put into it at the moment. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, we have such a long way to go. It just wouldn't be worth it. You know what I mean? No, it wouldn't be. It, it's, you, you, tr- you try and get the, the best production as you, as you can right now for the cheapest amount of money. And then obviously as you grow bigger than, yeah, you go big or go home. Right. Once you, once you get like a record label, as much as I don't care for record labels that much, they're not like out to get you. You know what I mean? Like it's. It's definitely in their favor, and it's more profitable for them in the long run. It's just a business. It's, it's, it's a corporation, business. basically. They invest in you, and they expect that back. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. And then, like, it's so great because, because like, all these rap artists are just like, don't ever go with labels, man. Yeah, don't ever go with labels. And I'm just like, 
I mean, they Did make you not it... read the fucking contract. Like, what's going on here? Right. It's like if if record companies didn't work, like they wouldn't be around anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And like there wouldn't be as many like music legends as there are now. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can thank them for like most of the fucking good music that's from the past like 20 years you know what i mean i don't know man let's just make sound clouds <laughs> no, honestly <laughs> the one exception i think jokes well, on one. you we already have one. Oh yeah we already have one coming out tomorrow <laughs> oh shit there no, are some exceptions all, it was made earlier this year <laughs> <laughs> there are some exceptions obviously like plenty i know there's a couple of other like well-known label-less groups but uh, Plenty has been ne- he's never been with a label and he's I think he's m- moderately successful I'm not, I don't think he's huge or anything but mm. I mean he's always been a big advocate for not being part of a label or anything gotcha. a big but, part of that though is social media and also community because like Plenty I've, I've listened to him talk I think he was on Rick Beato one time and you know he talked about how him and other bands you know he would share their stuff and then they would share his stuff and it's just like helping everybody get bigger and it's it's honestly about the sharing and it was a mm. huge social media thing that you know got plenty as big as he is is because he you know played along shared these guys stuff share for share kind of thing mm. and so they all ended up getting huge that's a how lot I, of those a lot of those like uh, australian bands or the guys from like uh, new zealand and stuff yeah that, that's pretty much how i always viewed it is like uh you scratch my back i scratch yours that's the way it should be yeah yeah you scratch my nuts i yeah, yeah, <laughs> etc. You, you yeah. piss on me, I piss on you. Fill in the blanks. Yeah, Simba. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. So it's like it, it's really cool because like I, I like how like a lot more musicians now are really taking more matters into your into their hands. Like, you know, you guys come into our house, we have like all this equipment. You know, we can definitely demo everything out. We can practice here. We can record here if we want to. And vice versa, you guys have your whole basement essentially dedicated to that. I mean, shit, both of you have your own desks. And, like, you basically, like, you know, with Vantablack, you guys are already recording the studio. I mean, you can always monetize that. And I think it's really amazing right now because of everything, like, especially with, like, the rise of entrepreneurship, even though now it's trendy. But, like, with everyone, the whole point is to take matters into your own hands. And I feel like we are the new wave of musicians that are just like, you know what? You know, we don't need a label. We can essentially do this ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you heard that track that we showed you. Like, exactly. That's us. Yeah. yeah. That's you guys. That's at least like 50% of the way to being radio ready, I would yeah. say. Like, that's, that's pretty solid. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's running it through like a mastering plugin and then like another layer of mastering and that's it. And that's a single night that took us six or seven hours last Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. With technology nowadays, it's like, like even with us, just throwing the bass on the computer <laughs> yeah. and throwing your drums on the computer, and then all, then all you do is just learn what you put on the computer, and then pretty we're, much. we're pretty much live ready. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, like, this is, I, I don't think you get any brownie points for, like, playing your part on the record. I, that's just me, personally. Like, drumming-wise. I think that it's just, like, as long as you can play it, that's all you really need to know. That's how I view it too. Like, I mean, obviously with guitar, I don't always. I never found MIDI guitar. To oh sound no, 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 the same yeah, no. As like a real guitar, with drums, absolutely throw in the MIDI. Like, and then, like I said, as long as you can play it, who cares? Exactly. Like, like the, the the show. That's what matters. The show, the performance. That's where you put in the fucking time. 
with the late with the fucking record make that shit sound as good as you possibly can every single fucking mm-hmm. band that's released music in the last 20 years has samples on their fucking drums get over yourself you know what i mean like you fucking just program the shit yeah. make it sound great <coughs> i gave be- i gave up in 2011 so if, if that if that means anything well, I mean, it's like super hard to like mic up everything on his drums and stuff. It's like just computerized. It's it. not worth it. Yeah, and it's it, it really sounds like a real drum set to me. When I I can't tell the difference between that and an actual like, you know, professional like band out there. Like it, it sounds the same to me on a <laughs> on, on a label. On the song that we showed you guys, could you tell that was programmed? No, I can only because of the bell because I also know the kids. Yeah, that's, but yeah, that's, that's also but he's also a drummer. I don't. I don't yeah, know. if you're a drummer, I guarantee you can tell it's programmed. If you're a drummer, that's that's a given. Yeah. So like, I don't think that my my answer to that question really counts. Yeah. To a, <laughs> to a general audience, though. To 90, a general audience, I don't think anyone would tell the difference. Ninety something percent of people. Nope. Dude, a general audience that of non musicians and stuff. You could be off time by three seconds and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> exactly, dude. It Just, doesn't. You know the rappers that go on stage and oh stuff, they'll God. be off completely. And dude, it doesn't matter. We fucking watched eight rappers that night of our show and like none of them were any good. And like it's fucking it's and sad. there's the thing, they'll still be better than us. Yeah, they're still they have more followers, the they have more songs on SoundCloud with more plays. Like yep. it's just one person and they end up buying the beat or leasing it for free. Mm-hmm. Why do so, you think we're putting out a rap? We we want to jump on the train, right? I mean, it's shameless. Like, you, there's raps, there's nothing actually. wrong with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, if we get can your do bag. It, and the not? cool thing is, Corey makes the beats. So I mean, it's nothing's like. It doesn't take it. a fucking genius to make a rap beat. Like, no, it's fucking. Are you saying I'm dumb? I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying if I can do it, anybody can do it, and people <laughs> like my beats. So <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what I mean? It doesn't take a fucking rocket surgeon. No, yeah. that's true. Speaking <laughs> of which, I actually need to I need to get a new sample, like some sort of VST pack. But oh, I mean, yeah. that's that's the cool thing though is you actually took the time out to make the beat and stuff. But there's so many people that just sample other things and then they just make it big off of that. Right. And yeah, like they'll take like a, like I think what was it? It was um, Future when he did a mascot and when he did Mask. Mm-hmm. Um, he took like an old like 1930s like song. Took a sample of it, time stretched it, dropped it an octave, and that's the that's the melody in that song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then you just throw original. drums on it. Yep. That's yep. It. And then threw drums on it basically. But yeah. It's not that fucking hard. It's I think it's still rewarding though. Like it's still cool to make a beat and like actually make it sound good. Like that's cool. Getting oh, it into is the whole cool. production part of it. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when we finished uh, when we finished Little Bishop and then we sent it over to Miles, like oh my god, like we were not expecting that at all. Yeah, I I literally was working up in the valley and I got that. Um, he sent the mix back. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I should listen to this. I couldn't stop listening to it all the way back. It wasn't because it was because of me. I was just like surprised on how professional it sounded. The I whole was production. Like, oh my god, this sounds <laughs> like literally like something that could be big. Yeah, and well, it's like. All I did with those lyrics, I don't know if you guys saw that video we put up of the comedy sketch of me like writing the lyrics on the toilet. No, not yet. I haven't seen it. Uh, well, you got to show me. That's actually kind of true. Like I wrote <laughs> some of those lyrics on the toilet taking the shit. Dude, our lyric so. writing is somehow worse than that. <laughs> we literally just sit there and we're like, I, basically, I just fucking go like da-da-da-da-da and like a melody that I think is cool. And then we like replace that with words. That's really? kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's like that, all it is. 
Because there here's what here's the way I think of it is like the words come from the emotion that comes from the melody. Because like when I sing about something, I want to feel the emotion of it, and so I'm gonna sing whatever notes I think sounds good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can add the words later. It's just poetry at the end of the day. Like poetry doesn't have fucking a melody. It's just the two things combined. That's actually kind of how I I do it too. I have us make the song first mm-hmm. for Forsaken Scum. And then I hear his drums and I figure like, okay, I want Eddie like kind of singing this part really fast. So I'm like, da 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 kind of thing. And then I'm like, okay, what words sound cool for this part? So it's pretty much the same concept. That's the way every singer does it. I mean, that's just real shit. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Like, they're always like, how do you write lyrics? And like, I just fucking sing over it. And then we add words later. Yeah. I can't wait till that interview question comes up for you. <laughs> well, little bitch of, little bitch of was just a joke. Like... That was just a joke because I'm just like writing random shit. But now after hearing the mix back, it ain't it, this ain't a joke anymore, bud. <laughs> we're this we're ain't serious a joke. now. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, you're, we are. Yeah, I do too. Oh yeah, you good pause. Do, do the part one, part two. Yeah. All right, we're we we're 36 minutes in. End oh, of part that's one. Definitely part one. Thanks for joining us for this lovely episode of Scumcast. Be sure to stay tuned for our next episode as well as like and subscribe. Don't forget to hit that notification bell if you want to stay up to date with all of our content. Thank you for listening, you scumbags.